This is exactly right. I'm Babs Gray, and if there's anything I learned from the week that I quit sugar, it's that I didn't. <laughs> uh, I'm Brandy Posey, and Vaughn's Monopoly doesn't have a board this year because of COVID, and you rubes think things are going back to normal. <laughs> uh, I'm Tess Parker, and my forehead is vaccinated against showing emotion. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. For everyone, that's the fucking best. Come on, baby, it's time to hang out with your favorite ladies. Ladies and ladies, ladies and ladies. What's up? Welcome to the show, everybody. We're recording this on a Friday. I'm cracking a, a oh, claw, girl. baby. Oh, Barbara's got a white claw. I love that. And you surprise us. Barbara and I work together like all day, every day, and I did not get any sort of forewarning that this white claw was coming. <laughs> Damn. Well, we were working like most daytime. I mean, it's 3 yeah. p.m. right now, but I feel yeah. like I've done a little, enough work today already. <laughs> Absolutely. So it's Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. If you can't have a white claw at 3 o'clock on a Friday, what are we even doing? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this just turned into something, some sad ad that I don't want to be a part of. Um, I do want to talk about, well, anyway, let, let's bring in our guest and we can get more into it. She's a hilarious comic. We're so excited to have her on. You can catch her new show on Netflix called The Wedding Coach. Also read her book, Ridiculous. Jamie Lee, welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you for having me. This is great. <laughs> So good to see you. <laughs> I have to say that you have the frosty cubes behind you that I'm Please. obsessed with. What are they oh, called? Yeah. They're so know? good. It's like it's like called. weekend at Bernie's Coke Mansion, but I am renting my friend's apartment in New York for a little bit. So it's not only the bubble glass, you also got the spiral staircase, which really is like 80s dream. It's so 90210. Like I expect I Dylan McKay to be like coked up and cleaning a gun right behind you. <sighs> totally. <laughs> No, I totally get that. Yeah, it, honestly, like my childhood dream was just to like live in a castle made of bubble glass, and um, that's You're not there. what I'm, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about the castle part, but there is bubble glass in inside this apartment. So I think something. for any of us, a sp- anything with a spiral staircase counts as a castle at this point. Absolutely. Why did we glorify spiral staircases? Like, what what is it about them that are? I think just it's so just... like. Because they're a pa- they must be hard to build. I don't know. I What's think the- my what idea. Think is? I think it's because when you wear a long dress, it's very uh. stunning to have it on the spiral. Oh, staircase. to kind of have like to watch it sort of like dust around as you descend yes. the stairs. I oh, see. A, I see a, a train of some kind to go with. Yes, it. Um, but really, they're not. They're not good stairs. Like you no. have to hold on. The steps are always really <laughs> far apart. Like it's actually they're very the worst kind of stairs. They're, they're not very, good. It would be better if you just had a pole to get, like yeah. get up or down from. No, a totally. Pole. I'm, yeah, I perfect. always like kind of like climb along. Like my hands like <laughs> climb up the stairs to like make sure I don't fall off of them. Anyways, yeah, <laughs> yeah. A pole would be great because then at least you could get like some upper body strength on the way. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Mm-hmm. Do you think that firemen, just like at night when no one else is watching, just do a little pole dance on their little Probably. fireman poles? Um, just kind of like twerk twerk up on it? Yeah, I just like to try it. I don't know. I um, hope so. I, think I feel like they do. I think more likely is they... Yeah, okay. Yeah. Maybe. 
I mean, I've seen no these Tess, cal- no Tess, I've concluded they do. I actually know and they do. I mean, right. I've seen these calendars they put out. Like they're doing something, right? So that's you know. true. That, that's true. Yeah. That's a good workout. Look, I want them to be doing it. I mean, yeah. honestly, God. I, they have those like fundraisers where they have the firemen go bring their boots out to the street. Do they do that in your neighborhood? Hey, what the fuck is this? Wait, oh, I mean, my neighborhood. They do it all the time in, in Eagle Rock, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have this fundraiser where the firemen bring their boots out to for donations. Much mm-hmm. better oh. to have them pole dance. Then I will don't I will really make it rain. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. All I need is a firehouse cat to get me involved. Honestly, Aww. I just need an old tabby that's like somehow, you know, opened up the hearts of these cold, hard firemen. <laughs> it's cold, hard fire. <laughs> and like, that's what I'm looking for in a firehouse, TBH. Wait, quick firehouse question. Is a pole really the most efficient way to get down from something? <laughs> probably not, honestly. I guess the yeah. stairs probably are a better call. Why is that? Like- <laughs> I just feel like there are so many other ways where you could get down faster. And, like, honestly, poles, like, chafe and, like, don't feel good. I don't know. Yeah, and, like... I've never understood that. No. You're definitely saving maybe, like, two seconds, but you're, yeah. have, you have more of a risk of falling, you know? Yeah. I am, or, I'm yeah, taking just, a... Like, Dumb inner, inner, or like, what if you have to carry something with you? Like, what if you like need your glasses or your wallet? Usually downstairs. Oh yeah, I see what you're saying. But like, like you know, it's the middle of the night. You gotta like, you know, sometimes you just get out of bed and you like grab your phone real quick. If you if you have to take a pole, you can't have like a phone in your hands. Right, right, right. Yeah, you'd have to make a few trips, which yeah. feels... you know you've got to take a bunch of selfies after you save a bunch of people from a burning building. So yes, yeah, so you have you to have your phone, phone on you. No, you cannot be without your phone when you're a fucking hero. Exactly. <laughs> if you if you didn't take a selfie after you saved someone, did you even save someone? Did you actually? Yeah. If a person dies in a fire, did it even wait? I was trying to do the the thing about a tree falling in the forest. It didn't work. This took a turn. Real fast, real fast. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. So, Jamie, hey, yeah. tell us about your new Hi. show on Netflix. Oh, yes. I have a new show on Netflix. It's, I think I, didn't I come on and talk about my book when I wrote it on here? I feel like I did. Yes, years, I did. And years, so. and yes. years ago. Yeah. So, I wrote this book about weddings, about me getting married. And then um, the show is kind of, I would say it's kind of like, it's definitely a reality show, but it's kind of in like the queer eye vein. It's very like feel good. Um, yeah, trying trying to be positive in the dark spot that is the pandemic. Um, yeah, so I basically go in and help couples who are uh, struggling during their wedding planning process. So I kind of deal with like family drama and like all the interpersonal stuff, like stuff that like wedding planners don't necessarily handle. So less mm. about right, like the right. less about like stuff with the venue and like making sure things run on time. It's more like making sure like you and your mother are talking before the big day kind of thing. <laughs> I will definitely <laughs> say because if, you know we get a lot of ladies writing in about things like this, and that does seem to be the bigger issue is like family relations or like who to yeah, invite, yeah. not to invite, or who's you know in the bridal well, party. And like it is batshit fucking crazy to be planning a wedding because just the amount. Th- it is such a time-consuming and stressful process on top of the fact that you're probably also working. Totally. I think it's just, like, so helpful to have, like, a way to navigate that. I remember for Tess's yeah. wedding when someone couldn't make it and she was like, 
she emailed me and told me, and I was like, well, I'm not going to tell Tess until after. Or like, yeah, thank I, you. Like, and yeah. I guess she yeah. did it the right way. She was like, I like Googled what, what to do, and it was to like not tell Tess. And I was like, yeah, that's probably the best idea. <laughs> I love that you Googled it. <laughs> That's so sweet. That was the other, the, she did it. She, she was like, okay, you're supposed to tell someone who's close oh, to the bride, oh, oh, oh. but not yes. the bride, so they don't like, yes. have to deal with that information. I was like, that's a good mm-hmm. call. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, br- the bride, it's definitely a tough spot because, like, it's sort of split. Like, on one hand, you want everyone to leave you alone, and then on the other hand, you want to have control over everything because you're spending so much money, and if you're spending money on things, you inherently have to care about them more, I learned. Yes. Did oh, you yeah. feel that way at all, Tess? Yeah, 100%. And then, like, but then, like, as soon I was very, like, mindful of, like, as soon as it was, like, showtime, I just knew to, like, just say fuck it to certain things and good, not let good, it get good. to me. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. well, my veil... Like, as I was walking down, like, they played mm-hmm. my song, and I had, like, an outdoor wedding, and I go yeah. to, like, walk with my dad, and I feel my head being pulled back. Oh, my and God. And it was a windy day, and I my veil had wrapped around the mailbox in front of the house. <laughs> this mm-hmm. veil that I had spent, like, so much time picking out and agonizing over, and I just ripped it out of my hair, and, like, the last thing I said before I walked down the aisle was, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's amazing. <laughs> and I have to say, um, as a viewer, I really missed the veil oh. person. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's why we gave you four out of five stars for your wedding test. I, mean, I knew it. God. I knew it. What assholes. <laughs> um, okay, I did want. I I want to make sure we don't forget this. We did ask for people to call in with their cackles, man cackles. Oh yes. I, I, I didn't want to miss out on doing it, so you know we. Jamie, oh, I will say, too, we've gotten a lot of great reviews for the show lately, so thank you so much. There's been a really lot of fun people writing, but we did get a review saying too much cackling. And (laughs) so we were talking about it on the show, and we were like, do men cackle? And I think we got our answer. Let's (sighs) Let's roll it, Babs. Let's hear it, everybody. Terrifying. Oh my god, that know. was so scary. It was like I don't know if I call it a cackle. I don't I don't yeah. know. I think that feels more of like a like um It was an evil laugh. It's an evil laugh, yeah. A little bit of a, it was a, a little bit of a snicker, if you will. Ooh, yes. a snicker, yes. It was absolutely. Like, at the end, the end was very like <laughs> <laughs> like definitely evil. Right. The first yeah. thing that came to mind was like the mean smurf. Mm-hmm. It had like oh. sure. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Well, Very Gargamel. Well, I think the problem is that a real cackle comes from a conversation like this, you know? You can't yes. just kind of, like, pull it out of nowhere. It kind of has to be in the moment when you're talking mm-hmm. with people. So, yeah. okay. Do wait, we have a couple yeah. more examples? Yeah, let's see. Okay. Hey, ladies. My name's Cody. Uh, I'm 30. I'm a brick mason. And this is my submission for man cackles. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Which is uh, usually followed by dumbass. So, uh, you know, that's it. <laughs> dumbass. Thanks. Love the show. <laughs> Thank you, that Cody. It's a very Simpsons. <laughs> I, yeah, absolutely. I was going to say Quagmire. I yes. feel like it was a little giggada, giggada, a little bit. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I can. There's different. I'm feeling notes of Gigata Gigata for sure. I am too. <laughs> we have some undertones of Gigata. <laughs> I appreciated the dumbass coda. That context really, I thought, helped help make the melody sing. Mm hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Agreed. I, I appreciate he told us he was a brick mason. He gave us some Me context too. to where mm-hmm. we might be hearing this. You could see him calling his fellow masons a dumbass, maybe. Yeah, exactly. I also, I not to be a stickler, I'm still not sure if I classify it as a cackle because ah, dumbass feels like that's coming at somebody versus in a conversation mm. where you were compelled to cackle through like the the collective goof that's happening. Right. And I we, yeah. So, no, so I was just going to ask, is cackling, I always thought cackling was kind of like the way like a witch would laugh. Am I wrong? Yeah. Is that no, not what a cackle exactly no, right. yeah. No, that's a yeah. cackle. Yeah. Okay. okay so I guess okay, that is okay. kind of an evil, I mean, I think that they're saying it about us. We kind of like have a loud like, ha ha, you know, yeah, in yeah. your face. Mm-hmm. It was associated with witches. I guess that might seem more like an evil laugh, but I think that they're both called that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think cackle has a certain uh, chickenness to it. It's got like a little poultry kind of vibe. Oh yeah, it's oh. bird bird like. <laughs> yes. Absolutely, yes. that's yes. a great that's a great call. Okay, yeah. we got one more, some more, one last input on it. Okay, I'd just like to say that straight men don't cackle, but gay men do. <laughs> <laughs> that's a cackle. <laughs> Oh my god, it's still going. <laughs> no, that's a cackle. That was that, a cackle. Yeah. <laughs> got it. Oh my god. That was yeah, that was a cackle for sure. I know it was yeah. cuz it made me It was me also, it was like it. a cackle like sort of like orgasmic cuz it sort of like trailed off like an orgasm. <laughs> Absolutely. There were like there were like a few little like shock waves there at the end. <laughs> wow! Thank you um, for the sampling, everybody. Feel free mm. to call us three two three six but thirty is the phone number if you want to leave mm-hmm. yours. Mm-hmm. Great yeah. submissions, though, guys. Really appreciate all of you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, You're exactly. Right. It's just exciting <laughs> to see that like cackles aren't as gendered as people necessarily think. So it's nice to nice to open that up. <laughs> yeah, the cackle community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, I wanted to say in relation to White Claw, did you guys see how they're do they're making White Claw with like more alcohol? They're making a version of it with more alcohol. Mm, I no. did not see that. What is so hot news? They I guess they're putting like twenty percent more in and calling it White Claw Extra or some some shit like that. But people were trying to compare it to Four Loco, and I was like, how dare you? disrespect for loco like that this will never do what a four loco did in a million it won't be allowed to by the fda do exactly what four loco did i don't know why people were comparing that is there a lot of alcohol in a white claw right now or not really they're generally considered i think kind of low-key but i get i need five percent alcohol so if they up that it's definitely like if they get it to ten percent that's gonna be you know. Oh, ten percent—that's dangerous because that's yeah. like what wine is, right? Yeah, it's that's definitely up there. I miss Four Loco. I really Me liked it. Too. I look back so fondly on that year. Like I feel like we all were having so much fun the Four Loco year. Yeah, <laughs> there's what there's a comic who has a term for that summer, and I God damn it, I can't remember. But yeah, uh, it has a very. It's funny that like I have a terrible memory, but I actually remember the Four Loco summer better than I should. <laughs> consider, all things considered. <laughs> 
was a, whatever that special secret ingredient was. It was just like you'll remember everything. Because it was yeah. it was super caffeinated and boozy, right? At the same That's time. That's the ticket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there another drink that is caffeinated and boozy now? Like a different brand that does that? Not really. Like I guess there is like coffee kind of like coffee booze drinks is there that they, but like can sold like pre-made really. there used to be a drink i'm not sure if it's still made called bang oh and it was like an orange caffeinated alcoholic malt liquor oh i would definitely drink that i love it i love a canned alcohol me too i don't want to this is just making me think about my old friend vodka red bull Oh, I mean, your old friend? Talk about my new friend, okay? I fucking love vodka Red Bull. is my favorite drink of all time. I Honestly, I think it's the best performance drink. Like, if you're about to do stand-up or something, it's unbelievable because it chills you out, but it also makes you concentrate. It's like... Yeah. And like big, when you want to have a good fan. time and be social, it makes you like up and happy and just like be popping around and dancing. Absolutely. Like, I am my oh. best self on vodka Red Bull. And honestly, like <laughs> the next day is truly the worst day of my life every single time. But it is so worth it. Like in the moment, it makes so much sense. Wow. Because I haven't had an occasion to have a vodka bowl the whole time we've been in the pandemic. It would be so cool if you had that alone in your home. home. So, yeah. 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 That's not a drink I'm pouring myself ever. No, No, that's not like a home alone. No, it's not. You have to have an activity for it. But if you can, if there is an activity, yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, it's, it gets the job done. Didn't there used to be one called Sparks? That was, that was a caffeinated. Yeah. Four Loco, Juice, Sparks, and Tilt. So I think they all got banned. Oh, Okay. Oh, I found another list that says has juice, J O O S E too. I don't know what that is, but mm. that apparently that was also a caffeinated rest in oh. peace drink. Getting juiced. Um, okay, we're gonna go get juiced. We'll be back in a second, everybody. Bear be. Hey everybody, welcome back to Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Babs. I'm Tess. And we're here with Jamie Lee. Hi. And we are going to play a game and ask you some questions. Here's the thing. Hey. Who, what, where, when? Who, what, where, when? Who, what, where, when? Who, what, where, when? Um, if you know any weddings that need like a band, you know, feel free mm. to suggest us to sing our yeah. theme song. We'll, oh, for, yeah. for well, a we fee, should... we'll make a theme song for you. I feel like, yeah, we should uh, ask Jamie because Babs is a wedding DJ. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, I actually, really? I mean, yeah. I've done it a few times. I like DJing awesome. in general. But I did get asked to do my first one of 2021. Oh, wow. And what do you think? Do you have any good hot tips for a wedding DJ? Because I have only done it like once or twice before. So I want to make sure I'm not fucking up. Yeah. I mean, I already just in knowing you have a feeling you're probably very good at it um, because some of them are so corny. Um, But I think the biggest thing to me about like wedding music in general, I don't know if this answers the question, but I always think that like. People think that um, because there are, like, older guests at a wedding, you have to play older music. And I don't Mm. think that's true. I think that people of that generation can easily appreciate whatever we're, like, whatever we're enjoying as well. I, I... 
Because, like, I noticed at my cousin's wedding, my grandfather, he is 97 years old, and he didn't actually get up and start dancing until someone played Rihanna. Like, he was sitting sitting down for, like, all of the, like, earth, wind, and fire, like, whatever, you know. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All the, like, as I call it, like, step touch music. Like, you can't even really dance to it. Exactly. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, I, I just think that that's, that would probably be the thing that I would wish more weddings would just like take a chance on. That's a great tip. Yeah, I like to play a variety, but I will say my own music taste probably hasn't changed in the last 20 years, so you're not getting anything too recent. (laughs) I've definitely had the same playlist for quite a while. Mm -hmm. Barbara's got people walking down the aisle to pop a roach. It's getting crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Cut my life in two pieces. If I I heard that. This is my wedding day. Yeah. (laughs) If you get on the mic and dub over wedding day. I honestly think that this couple, oh, well, they're listeners of the show. I think that they would maybe be into that. So, hey, if you guys oh want, if Daffy and John, if you guys want me to do that, let me know. That's a fun <laughs> Easter egg. Yeah. I am such a fan of DJs over bands, personally. Mm. I had a band and I did not think they were good. And I thought it was really distracting at my wedding. Yeah, that's Why true. Did you go I the like band the live route? band a lot, but they have to be really good. They have and to it's be like, really good. Really and the good. sound system has to be fucking next level. Like, yeah. yeah, and if the you're hearing a classic, you want to probably just hear the song. Yeah, yeah. We I don't had... need like your spin on t- <laughs> "Shake It Off" or whatever. My this guy was fucking doing his own rendition. Oh, no. It was like so stressful. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, we had live music in our ceremony because I really like live music that and I like love. wanted that yeah. vibe. Yeah. Sure. So, yeah, that's how I incorporated that. And then yeah, who just did a playlist? No, I think that's the perfect place for the live music. But then later, it's like I just want to hear the song. I just want to hear the yeah. original song the way it is. Yeah. Yeah, but I will say, like, drunk people will dance to anything. That very is very true. true. That's very true, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, um, let's get to our questions here. Okay. Who gives the best toasts? Who gives the best toasts? Um, Probably, I think dads mm. on a whole. I feel like dads are, are pretty pretty good at it. Like, also, you have the satisfaction of just, like, seeing a man open up, which goes a long way sometimes i think so yeah i'm gonna say dads that is something that like you know i have been thinking maybe about getting married someday (laughs) recently Mm -hmm. and my dad said to me something like i'll pay you if you elope (laughs) love that (laughs) he's like i don't have the speech i don't know what to say he just is avoiding the speech he just doesn't want to deal with you know helping me pay for a thing which i get but it's like I'm on that thing of like eloping or wedding elope. It's hard because, mm. you know, obviously you can have a reception and stuff where people give toasts, but it's like once in a lifetime opportunity for people to like come forward with this thing to yes. say this thing. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, so for rare. sure. I will say on the flip side of that, I had the same feeling about like my rehearsal dinner. That was where everyone was going to do the toast. And I was like, I can't wait to see like, what are people going to say about me? And how well do they know me? And like, how am I going to be spoken about, you know? And then like some of them were f- were, were good. Some of them were good. And then some of them I wanted to be like, sit the fuck down. Oh, I, didn't think about the, I didn't think about the other side of that. It's yeah. they're honestly more of that than good. A lot of it was like, okay, let's wrap this up. Let's wrap it up. Yeah. Being, so. being a performer takes so much out of it sometimes for people because you're like, mm, uh, I know. If you're I critiquing. Could, 
I could have punched this up and it would have yes. really made it sing about how much you love me. Um, I wish right. you had given me the, I have notes actually. And you're <laughs> oh, feeling yeah. the energy of the audience. And yeah, it's very nerve wracking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, I didn't think about people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I do think dads, I, I, I love, I do love seeing a dad on a wedding because I also have like this like dad, like energy that is only the only have on a wedding day it's like one of the few times you see a dad really dance like they just like they're like i paid for all of this and my daughter's got a good guy and it's just like this <laughs> a special kind of happy they only get on that day yeah yeah i think that's right also like my my dad is really hard of hearing and so sometimes he seems like he's kind of like not paying attention Mm-hmm. Um, and his energy when we're like just hanging out, it can be really frustrating because he doesn't always wear his hearing aids and it's like a whole battle. But on my wedding day, there was something so comforting about him not looking like super focused. Like he kind of seemed a little checked out and I just found it to be really <laughs> heartwarming. It like made, it like grounded me. I was like, yeah, I want to check out too. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it was like really sweet that he's just like. I'm still being my dad. <laughs> like, Aww. yeah, yeah, that That's is, so yeah, like, yeah, and it is very calming. Like, it's, I enjoyed walking down the aisle with my dad too, because it was just like, it was kind of nice. He was just like, all right, just breathe, it's chill, like, have fun. Yeah. I was like, hey, thanks, yeah. dad. Like, That's it's kind of cool. nice to have that, like, moment. Because it is like so, especially like getting ready for, the, I remember like, I felt like a doll. Like, I oh, couldn't yeah, pee I hated or drink anything. And like, I was like, I, I need to walk down the aisle because I can't spend one more minute as a human mannequin. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's true, though. Yeah. The, the getting ready part, I think a lot of people, I don't know. It's like when you think about, yeah, I was in hair and makeup for like four hours. I was like, Jesus, like... <laughs> If insane. I'm going to be in, in hair and makeup like that long, I know this would take longer, but I also want them to be making a plaster version of my head that we can yes. do like a fake gag of because if we're sitting here getting ready Like a all Mrs. Day, Doubtfire, yeah, like, like prosthetic. <laughs> yes, yeah, no, please. it can't just be like two hours on, on shading your eyes or whatever. Yeah, be- I also want yeah. some kind of gag where I can exactly sure. take it you off. You walk down or- the aisle and like spawn. Like it'd, be, it'd be great because then on your 50th wedding anniversary, you could put your dress back on and your old face back on, too. Yes. And be like, oh my remember oh when my God. this is what you saw walking down the aisle. <laughs> what, if it's, what if I went, if, what if you walked down the aisle with the mask on? And then the person marrying you starts pretending that they're choking, and then you have to give them the Heimlich, and then you're <laughs> all right. I'm just... it would, it would, no, here another question: What if then when you kissed, you had a, you had one of your masks underneath the seat of every wedding guest, and oh, then shit. when you kissed the groom, when you faces parted, he looked, and everybody had your face. Whoa! Oh my god! Oh, I'm just throwing are... out some ideas. This is, this is, uh, this is out. I like this. Terrifying. Yeah. That's yeah. the main thing people like want when they go to a wedding. They want to be terrified. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, I want to go want... a horror wedding. I want the first <laughs> moment of our marriage to be full of confusion and fear for the groom. That's what. Yes. <laughs> hey, isn't that what it always is? All right, hey, fucking women getting tied down to this bra. <laughs> okay, Jamie, what's yeah. the worst wedding you've ever been to? Can you say it? This is a great, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, the worst <laughs> wedding I've ever been to. Oh, God. I mean, honestly, so many of them are bad. Like, 
It's kind <laughs> of crazy. I I want to be that person that's like, I love weddings. I'm like, no, most people don't do them right. Um, <laughs> probably the one that I hated the most was um, this really like opulent over the top wedding in Boston at there's like a hotel that's kind of like their version of the plaza called the Copley Plaza, I think. Mm -hmm. And I went to a wedding there and it was just like very nauseating how much money they spent. Like there were like details that just could not have mattered less. And you know that they cost a lot. Like they had like um, Mm -hmm. flower petals in your champagne glass. And then there was like a man in the corner of the room, like painting the scene. And I walked by the (laughs) painting. (laughs) I walked by the painting and I was like, this guy is fucking bad at painting. Like he's not even, (laughs) this is so bad. Like it looks like shit. And like, I don't know. I just felt, I was so bored. And I, I, at the time was with a boyfriend who, um, was just sort of like waspy and his parents were waspy and it's just like not my vibe as like a Texan Jew. So I was just kind of like, ugh, this is like very much yeah. not my scene at all. When you're spending yeah. that kind of money and it's boring, it's like an extra fuck you. Because it's like, no, you you are, you have the budget. This could have been really fun. Yeah. yeah putting, it also just had money to put flower petals in your drink. It's like no. they just had this vibe. There was like a vibe of this couple like does not fuck. Like it was so. <laughs> it just you can just kind of feel it. Sometimes you're like, oh, you got like something's wrong. Like that's why you're spending this much attention and money on things mm-hmm. that just don't matter. Because he like won't go down on you. Like that was the fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, when the pressure is on, like it being the. When the pressure is like, this has to be the best day of my life versus yes. like, oh, this was the best day of my life. It's totally. like totally different situation. I will say, like, I don't I don't remember if I thought I was making this more efficient. But when I planned my wedding, I was like, I'm going to I want to personalize everything. I don't want it to be like a package where I'm going to mm-hmm. bring I'm going to choose the caterer and I'm going to mm-hmm. terrible yeah. idea. Like, oh, my God. It's like, hard. that is so time-consuming because so you have all these consuming. fucking ideas. You're like, oh, I'm going to have lavender in the napkins. Well, guess what? Somebody has to fold those napkins and put the lavender in it. <laughs> and yeah. it's too late. You already bought the lavender, so it's going in the napkins. And it's like there's so many little things like that that I'm like, oh, it would be so much easier just to... But I again, like I don't think I would have done my wedding in a different way. I like that it was like that personal, yeah. but yeah. I, I think I thought it would be like easier that way, and it's not. Yeah, I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. I know. Right. Yeah. Maybe picking those personal things, but having someone else execute them, or I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the drawing the scene thing, I want to find this painting now. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so funny. Just, like, really bad, crudely, like, also, emojis for people's if faces. Like, if it's bad, you, you you don't want to put it up, but, like, what do yeah, you not gonna put it up? Yeah, you're going to hang that shit? I know. You're like, you paid for this, like, shit painting. But it's oh, your yeah. shit painting, so I guess you have to throw it up on the wall, but like, ugh. And yes. then, like, can you Not imagine, cute. are they still together? Do you know? I I was with my boyfriend. It was his friend, so mm. I don't know, but I have a feeling, I mean, I'd be shocked. Because I was yeah. going to say, can you imagine, like, the divorce taking down of the wedding, pa- the shitty wedding painting? <laughs> oh they're dividing God. their the assets. The symbolism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> And I think my least favorite weddings are when they're like when this when the reception is super religious, but you know the couple isn't religious, and you're like, oh, this is like for family, but yeah. it's your day. So it's like you didn't even you didn't claim your day as your day. That always like always it, I always hate feeling like that. I'm like, oof. Yeah, I also weird. had a friend who was not religious, and she married someone really religious, and that was also hard to watch for me because I was like, I know that like 
I know that she's not connected to what's being said right now. Like, as yeah. someone who's not religious, I very right. much was like, oh, I would feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. if this that, were It's so me. funny, because even though I am not religious, I feel like my parents would still be like, what? If I didn't, like, have it in a church or something? <laughs> I don't know why. It's been very obvious no, for a that's long common. time. But yeah, yeah, no, but it, that, that, that's, I mean, a lot of people, I think, are in that position. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's the thing you learn when you get married, is you're like, oh, a lot of people have opinions about weddings. Yeah, I Yeah, know. their expectations are very... Yeah. Now I remember I I officiated my brother's wedding and um, some relative, I don't know who they were, but came up to me afterwards and they, it was a beautiful ceremony. It would have been better in a church, but it was really, (laughs) I was like, okay, cool. Just drop that in the comment. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sorry. It was like on like a beautiful farm at like, as all the trees were changing color, like at the (laughs) beginning, at the end of September, like, sorry Sorry that 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 wasn't Sorry. Foliage doesn't do it for you. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm like, you're welcome to spend other Saturdays in a church. Like, yeah, feel free. (laughs) Next question. Where to honeymoon? Um, Where to honeymoon? I, you know, I feel like for a while I was really into like trips that were more like adventurous. Um, But lately I, I really, I'm like, I just want to like sit in a resort. So that's probably what I would do is just like pick some cool resort and go for a few days. The only thing that sucks about resort culture is it is so expensive. So you can't go for a long time. Also, you don't want to because after a while, if you're just like staring at the ocean for a while, you're like, you just feel, you're like, do I have dementia? Like you just don't feel (laughs) like it's like not healthy. Like you're just kind of like brain dead. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I think it's like do a quick thing at a beach or like do an adventure for two weeks. Like, somewhere that's a good call adventurous yeah yeah when do you think is like uh like a good time like have the most successful time to honeymoon is it like right after the wedding is it doing like a little thing and then a big thing later or like what do you what do you see happening the most i mean i i love a right after just because it's like kind of nice like especially if the wedding planning was stressful it's like you owe it to yourself but it is hard to coordinate that I think so many people most people I know don't go right after anymore it's like they have to work so they'll just like do it when they can mm-hmm. right so like I know two people separate who events kind of yeah you know. I have friends who are like it was like two years before they actually took their honeymoon mm-hmm. so yeah what did you do Tess we like checked into a nice hotel for a couple nights and then we went to Italy the next year I think or like nine months yeah. later yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. kind of what I did. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's kind of nice because you're probably just so exhausted from the wedding. It's like I just need to like I want to be with you yeah. somewhere. I don't want to worry about necessarily about traveling, but just being away from everything. I just I'll never forget. Yeah, we te- we went to the Ojai Valley Inn, which was like amazing. Oh, beautiful. But I had been like you know not eating carbs or drinking beer or doing any of that shit. And I remember I like checked into that hotel and changed into a bathrobe yep. and ordered like the biggest veggie burger fries, shake everything yep. and watched Jurassic Park. And it was great. Oh, that sounds <laughs> so nice. Yeah. The day after my wedding, I, I don't think I've ever consumed that much food in my entire life. Like I was just like, I was like, it was like Kirby's dreamland, just like yes. inhaling. Just like, <gasps> like this is all, just like going into my body. It was like cheeseburger, rotisserie chicken, pasta, more pasta. Because I just like wasn't eating before. Yeah. Not, oh, in, yeah. not even in a deliberate way. Just like so stressed that I mm-hmm. wasn't hungry like at all. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Like my body like shut down. Same. 
Yeah, I remember I was getting I get like, I get like that when I'm nervous anyway. I just kind of like, lose my appetite. Me too. And like my soon to be sister in law was like, you have to eat something. And she like came and brought me a banana, and I like instinctively made a blowjob joke with my mom and mother in law on either side of me. <laughs> <laughs> I like just thinking of delirious Tess. Like her instincts just oh. go to like blowjob joke. Yeah. <laughs> so good all right jamie when do you throw away the wedding favors from weddings that you've been to this is a big one yeah okay what kind of favors are we talking like little like like, truffle chocolates i mean i feel like people there i don't see them as much now but you know like someone like gives you a little chalkboard with their initials on it or like right some Mm -hmm. useless thing that's kind of like a display thing that you're not probably not gonna you know yeah Yeah, those are those are getting left in the hotel room usually (laughs) Um, that's a good idea and then if somebody else wants them they can go in like the lost and found if someone wants to take them if someone really yeah, needs a mini good. chalkboard, for sure. Yeah, I, I definitely. Yeah, I feel like if it's not food, then I don't. I don't really respond to it. Did you do favors at your wedding? Yeah, but I don't know what it was. Oh, actually, I do. Margie Mintz made. Um, she made like pralines for people to take on their way out. Oh, something. that's good. I think a snack's good. Yeah, yeah, I feel like a snack's cute. Yeah, I remember she did that, and I was really grateful because that was something I hadn't thought about, and she just, like, handled it. So that was really nice. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm Wait, I don't know if te- – I don't test if you want us to talk about this. We can cut it out if you want. What about the the lingerie? I've completely forgotten about this until just now. What lingerie? The, the, la- the like, passed down the – Oh, the yeah. like ninety oh thing god. that got I just oh I god. completely I to know forgot about this until now. <laughs> is it a, no, an heirloom nightgown? Okay. Yeah, I mean it's okay. actually like really cute. I think it's really cute. So like Sean's family, Sean has like this huge Irish family, and there's this nightgown that like it started out like one of his great aunts was going off to join a convent, and she like okay. had this. When she went to join the convent, one of her siblings like slipped it into her suitcase as a joke, okay. and so oh my it God. became like this thing that like every single time someone gets married as a prank, it's kind of like getting iced. Oh my like, God! You- okay, okay. So is <laughs> people actually wearing it? No, nobody wears it. Okay, you just okay, like okay. get it, and then you pass it on to the next couple that gets okay, married. Okay, so it's not like sisterhood of the traveling Teddy. <laughs> Wait, so you, but your assignment was then to slip it to the next person, right? So what did you... Oh, yeah, we already got it. We only had it for, like, because Sean has a huge family, so we only had it for, like, maybe six months, and then his cousin got married, so we made, like, a video where Sean was wearing it. Oh, and great. that's how we gave it. <laughs> to okay, them. yeah. Okay, good. I didn't read. I just remember that, and I was like, "Oh, I don't know if this something weird happened, but good." Okay, it was all. <laughs> no, yeah, no. My <laughs> mother-in-law actually. Now that we're talking about lingerie, my mother-in-law gave me like a nighty set, like and oh. it, it was like a white. Okay. It was like little white um, silk shorts and like. Um, a little like white camisole and it said bride on it and I remember being like cute (laughs) 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 I love it that's That's so me yeah and also it's like it's so weird it's like your son's gonna see me in this tonight like it's just like so creepy well thank you thank you I just yeah. love you with every pump yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just love the 
image of like, honey, I'm going to change, and then showing up with something that says bride on it. Bride. Yeah. <laughs> Just so, so you know. In case you forgot after yeah. today. Oh, my God. Does it make my- you horny that I'm a bride? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we, we've all got to change into something more comfortable. We'll be back mm. in a second. <laughs> hey, everybody, we're back on Lady to Lady. I'm Babs. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. And we're here with Jamie Lee. Hi, hi, hi. We are going to do a lady problem right now. Lady, lady problems. Lady, lady problems. Lady problems, do you have them? Lady problems. All right. If you have one, you can write to us at ladytoladycomedy at gmail.com or the aforementioned 323 6 30 Let's do it. Hey, ladies. Uh, big fan of the podcast. So excited you're on exactly right. I have a lady problem. Um, I am getting married, and I sent out my invitations right before... COVID started in February. Well, technically just my save the date. Um, I have not yet sent out invitations for my wedding in the fall, but we're coming up on six months out and I want to send them out. My issue, my lady problem, is that there are people I invited that I have not spoken to in a year or more. And I'm wondering what you ladies think about uh, do I have to invite them? There's some new people that I've befriended in quarantine that I want to invite. Um, can I uninvite them? How do I uninvite them? Do I just not send them an invite and hope they don't think about it? How do I go about this? What do you guys think? I'd love to hear your advice. Thank you so much. Big fan. Love you all. Bye. Ooh, boy. That's... I see Jamie getting her game face on for this answer. Yeah. Well, She's like, I've trained I, for this. I, uh, I wish. I, 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 yeah, that's a really tough one because I can definitely relate to like having people that you got closer to during quarantine because of like pod culture and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, my instinct is like, don't apologize. Like, I think everybody understands that everything's been weird and different. And like anyone who can't understand, I feel like that's not very cool but also that sucks to be in that position like Mm -hmm. that sucks to have to disinvite yeah i don't know what do you guys think oh well really hard what if you just didn't send the invites to them that's kind of what i was thinking too And, and then if they call you on it you can be like oh i guess they got lost in the mail Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but then they're going to know, like, after they see your wedding pictures. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, yeah, but then you, yeah, yeah. I mean, you say it got lost in the mail. Yeah, you're like, oh, shit, I sent it to you. I guess I just, I just didn't hear back from you. Right. That's yeah, shitty, but. but... I, I think realistically, you keep track of who you have invites out to. And, like, if someone has an RSVP, you're you, like, you yo, are you up. coming or yeah. not? Yeah. Oh, got it. Yeah, this is tough because it's like, it really depends, too, on 
who it is, like how close, you know, are they going to like know other people going? Mm -hmm. I, I feel like your responsibility as far as how much they know depends on that kind of like if it's a random person who wouldn't know anyone else going, I wouldn't feel as bad, you know, but if they're going to see mm -hmm. pictures of like a lot of friends and stuff, it's a little yeah. bit awkward. Right. You know what? I think I know what she does. I think she moves these people to the B list. Get your invites mm. out. And then you might have some like no's come in. And That's then maybe true. you'll have a little bit of flexibility. That's true. Because it sounds more like a... I mean, it sounds like a size issue. Which is like, I kind of want to replace the old people with these, news pe these new people. Yeah. So maybe mm. you can go ahead and do that. And then I do think if you need to tell these people that they're not invited, which I kind of think you should do, is you can just say, hey, you know, things have changed since COVID. It's been a crazy year. Unfortunately, I've had to reshuffle some things, and it's going to be a bit smaller than I thought. I'm really sorry, but I had to cut my guest list down. I don't yeah. know. You know. I think that's right. Yeah. I mm -hmm. think that I do think it's becoming commonplace for people to say they're downsizing their wedding. So I doubt, yeah, I think that part is like becoming kind of like part of the conversation. So at least it's not going to be like, what? I think they'll be like, oh, yeah, that's the thing that's happening right now. Yeah, yeah I think you have sense. a very valid reason. It's not like it's coming out of nowhere. It makes so much right. sense that somebody would do that after everything that's happened. And you have to be like a pretty big jerk to not understand that. For yeah. sure. Well, also, like if I'm not like if I've lost touch with people and I like don't I, I frankly would be stoked to like not <laughs> I'd go to a wedding that I didn't know a ton of people at and wasn't that close for with friends right. with like the bride and groom too mm -hmm. like, yeah oh, good you know it's like i always feel bad saying no to a wedding but there's like there's i'm only like you know declined once or twice because of like touring or something like that but it's always like eh, i don't i don't want to spend all that <laughs> i mean this. i've for sure not been invited to ones where i thought maybe i would have been and i was like cool yeah <laughs> yeah, it's yeah all good. i agree it's all i good. haven't i haven't really had like how dare you I haven't had that yeah. happen. No. Yeah. I will say I do have some people because it was really stressful trying to like keep the invite list. And honestly, there's a handful of people that I wish I'd invited that like in the heat of it, I kind of like honestly just didn't think to or like whatever. Then I run into them and I'm like, fuck, I really wish you were at my wedding. So it does go both ways, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's hard to like, I yeah. mean, it's hard to wrap your mind around like, who do I want for the most yeah. important day of my life? Which people? Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah. Who makes the cut? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think be honest. I mean, just, well, not honest. Say a white lie about how they can't, if, if there's not room for them, how, you know, you yeah. just can't make it work. And they're not going to know if they see pictures or something that they got replaced by somebody. No. 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 No, they can just say that you had to cut it down. They don't need to know that you cut your list down by three people. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. If it is three people, maybe get rid of the favors. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You don't need pralines. No. <laughs> no. Mm -mm. No. Okay, let's see. We got one more. Hey, ladies. Uh, I'm going to remain anonymous in case anybody from my office hears this, and I don't talk that much so I don't think they'll recognize my voice. Anyway, I have a side gig as Wedding Forest. Um, I get a lot of feedback that my stuff's really great um, and that I should be doing it more, maybe make it my full-time job, but I don't know. There's like, ugh, it's like this creative thing where like anytime you lose a client or there's any negative feedback whatsoever, you just like... I don't know. It's, like, really hard to not just, like, break down emotionally and say, fuck it, you know, and, like, just feel like I'm happy with my nine to five and mm. no creative endeavor, no matter how 
I don't know, sometimes I just feel like no matter how uh, satisfying it is, I guess, it just doesn't feel worth it in some aspects to, like, just get rid of your 401k, get rid of your health insurance, and go out on your own and hope, like, I don't know, I guess you guys are comedians, so I was like, maybe they understand the, like, constant need to just, like, you know, be creating new, be polishing your craft, be all this sort of stuff. It just sounds, like, kind of exhausting. But anyway, should I quit my job um, and go full-time? I'm thinking about just taking acid mm. or mushrooms or something and letting the universe tell me, but I'm also really scared to do that. So, oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I love our listeners. Um, yeah. I mean, I think you kind of, to me, she answered her own question, which is that she wants to just keep doing it the way she's doing it. It doesn't sound like she mm-hmm. wants to make it her full time thing. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I, I kind of was in, I mean, I was sort of in that position. Like when I had my job, I was working. Um, in PR and then like doing stand-up at night and I was like I think I should quit and then when I quit I did have like two years of just being like fucking destitute and being like why did I quit like mm-hmm. like there was time I was fi- like you know it's like oh yeah I wasn't thrilled with my day job but I also was at least like able to pay my rent so I don't know I think that it just depends too on like how how much um, business you're bringing in and like is it going to be financially like stable for you? Because if it's not, then that brings on a whole other layer of depression that I think is worse than day job depression. Personally, personally speaking, that's, that's how I am. Yeah. The anxiety of being like, Oh fuck, where's money coming from is, is it's also like really creatively debilitating. I think sometimes too. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. You don't, you don't really create anything during that time. Mm -hmm. You're just like money, 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 money. Like, where do I get it? It's all encompassing. Yeah. Whereas I feel like especially if you can train yourself with the structure of a day job, then like the craft part is kind of like a fun break from that. It's like, oh, I don't mind working on my script on my lunch break because at least I'm not doing that spreadsheet, you know, or like, so yeah, yeah, there can be something really nice about that. But then like, I don't know. I am such that person that's also just like, yeah, fucking go for it. I don't know. Like, I guess, (laughs) you know, like there is obviously something really cool and beautiful about having something creative that you do and something that you are passionate about and find artistry and be the kind of like main thing you're spending your time on. Like that is a very rewarding life and lifestyle, but it, it, I think it always comes at a cost. So like Mm -hmm. if you're willing to maybe go through hell for, yeah, like a year and a half or two while you're figuring it out. And like, if you're willing to kind of withstand that storm, I will tell you that I think there's like really good stuff on the other end of that. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I think it's also like, uh, any kind of creative work, uh, you, you like, you know, you're going to receive criticism. You're going to, you know, people are going to tell you some going to be rude and say some shit to you that like it, it will is depressing. It does make you feel bad. So if that, if like getting that, if you're if you can handle getting that like more full time, like that is a part of what that job is. You know, I mean, especially I, I would assume with like, you know, wedding floristry, especially specifically, you're at such high stakes stuff, you know, that like if that is a part of the job like and it won't go away I don't think even as no matter how good you get you know we still all deal with bullshit and comedy that sometimes yep. I'm like really you disrespected me now but you you build up a skin to it but it, that that is a price of admission for those kind of these kind of jobs mm-hmm. though 
Yeah, I mean, usually I would, it, depending on the person, I would be like, fuck it, go all in. But just how she sounds, which I'm not saying you shouldn't risk that, but if mm -hmm. you are just cool with it being your part-time thing, then I don't know. I mean, I'm, you know, yeah. half the time I am still working like a day job to let comedy shit mm -hmm. work. And it's not, it's very, <laughs> very hard to make yeah. that shit pay off. So mm -hmm. I, it's funny because, you know, I watch Shark Tank all the time and like you watch that and you're like, oh, this is somebody who should not have taken this hobby to like they yeah. should not have, <laughs> right. and, yeah and like like totally. i was watching this one the other day where this guy came up with a cheese slicer it was literally like a box that held your cheese and it was obvious him and his friends had gotten fucking drunk and then like made this thing and mm -hmm. it was just like so like oh dude just don't this was like a fun thing you and your friends made you don't need to bring this to shark tank <laughs> and i'm not obviously she sounds very talented and this is like a different yeah. thing but mm -hmm. you know i think that we've been so like you have to make your hobby your career yeah. that it's not always true and no. like you could enjoy it more by not putting that pressure on it you know there's well, also yeah. um there's also like the thing of uh i heard on a podcast the other day Someone was talking about breakups and they were like, if you've had the thought, I wonder if I should break up with them. The breakup has like already started, you know, and I think that's true with mm -hmm. your job as well. I think that if you're already having thoughts of should I quit, maybe you're not ready to quit today, but like you're on the path to quitting. So don't feel like you're stuck. Like the fact that mm -hmm. you're not allowing yourself to get complacent is like a good sign that like when it is right, you will totally leave that job for sure and like there's there's maybe a possibility of like you know you going part-time or something as like you're transitioning right. you know it, it is like it is i will say it is nice to like have a something separate from your art that you are doing for work sometimes for me that because then i can also be choosier with like with the comedy that i want to do um because it's like i you know being like, oh, fuck, I have to say yes to, like, every horrible C club that wants me because I need to get my my stuff. I, I need to make money this month. Like, I, you know, I don't want to lose the joy in, in comedy right. that I have. Right. You know, so, you know, I do little side hustles and stuff like that because I want to be able to maintain the ability to say no to stuff. So, yeah. it kind of just depends. I also, like, feel like, why does she... Because we didn't hear her being like, I feel like... This is starting to like I'm I'm always tired. Like this is starting mm -hmm. to like seep into my creativity because I'm worried about my day job. Like I feel like those are the situations when you need to start thinking about quitting your day job. Like when your day job is actively ruining your life, yeah. it's totally. time to quit your day job. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But like, like yeah, I didn't totally get that vibe from yeah. her. No, I didn't get that either yet. The last time mm -hmm. I was at like a desk, it was definitely just like I had to I mean it yeah. was horrible, you know. It was just mm -hmm. like death walking into that place. So yes. if, I think it your path will show itself like if you keep going and you'll know if you want to like lean yeah. into that or not and it doesn't make you any less legitimate if you do it part-time or you do it every once in a while or you do it full-time like i mean that's that i think it's such a problem with our culture sometimes where you say oh you're just a hobbyist and it's like no you're just as legitimate you know because this is something you've learned to do just because it doesn't pay your bills 100 percent doesn't mean they're not also that thing well, that's what I mean with other people kind of telling her she should go. And it's like, I think we've mm -hmm. been told that so much that it's yeah. like, people are like, well, you should do this. And it's like, do you have any fucking idea how hard it is to like open a right. small business to that level? Mm -hmm. It's not, it's yeah. not easy. Yeah. 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 But I mean, great so, job. It seems like you've, you know, made a great place for yourself. So congrats on getting to this point. It's a good problem to have, you know. Definitely. I hate it when people say that shit. God. What is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Send us some pictures of your your flower arrangements. We'd like to see them. I would I love like to seeing, see that. I like seeing a picture of a flower. I, I love, love how flowers. in flowers are right now. I mean, I know flowers are always in, but like cool different arrangements, you know. Yeah. And stuff. Oh, are like. they in? I would see a lot of it on, on Instagram and stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of like cool neutral tone bouquets and stuff like that. Oh, I'm so into that. Yeah. Nice. I like and- it. Jamie, are there any like wedding trends that are like happening this year? What's what's the 2020 wedding season bringing? <laughs> um, lace N95 masks that make you look like a handmaid. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> oh boy! Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Not sure. Not sure. Um, are we still doing mason jars? Are they still? I think they're here to stay. Okay, I, have, I think they're around. I did not- I did not have mason jars at my wedding, but I want to say something quickly in defense of mason jars. <laughs> oh, I love a mason jar. But, they're cheap. Yes. That's why everybody does them, because they're cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I feel get, like they, they get a lot of shit cute. for being basic, but they're cute and they're inexpensive. Yeah. That's I very love a mason true. Jar. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, that's a really good point. They are, I'm, I am definitely into anything that's like, oh, this is a way we can save money. It's like all of those little tricks, like they add up and it does save you a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, Jamie, thanks Hell for doing yeah. the show. Oh, thanks for having me. This was so fun. Yeah. yeah you let guys everyone are the best. know where they can find you online and all that. Yeah. So you can follow me on Instagram at really Jamie Lee. And The Wedding Coach is on Netflix right now. Six episodes. It's very bingeable. Yeah. Watch it. It's super okay. funny. And Jamie Lee's super funny on it. And she's got other great comics as well. So go watch it on Netflix right now. Thank you. And thank you guys. And thank you, Jamie. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Three, two, three, six, but 30. It's six, but 30 somewhere. Hey, guys. Um, my name's Olivia. I am a pretty recent listener and first-time caller. Um, and I do have a quick question. I am a young lady right now, you know, just about to turn 21. Um, have a sip of alcohol. You know me. Um, well, you really don't, but anyways, um, I am currently, I'm from Ohio, but I'm currently living in Washington, D.C. right now for the semester. And, you know, right now with the conditions of being in D.C., it's a bit crazy and honestly not much to do. So I was wondering if you guys had any tips, especially in COVID with kind of how to keep yourself busy. Um, I don't really know a lot of people here, so I'm kind of on my own. Um, I just kind of want to find some things to keep myself busy and not go insane during this time. Um, I love you guys so much. Your podcast is one of my favorites to listen to. It really keeps me busy through the entire day and makes me laugh so hard. Um, I'm huge fans now, and uh, I hope you guys listen to this. If not, that's okay, but um, (laughs) thanks. Bye. Hi, I am a new listener brought in by the MFM fandom. My name is Elisa, and I actually am calling in response to one of the lady problems from today. Um, About three years ago, I married a loser, and I honestly wish that my friends were a little more aggressively vocal to um, kind of talk me out of the situation. We have now been divorced for about two and a half years, and it was just a really rough time in my life, and I wish that my friends kind of uh, 
were just a smidge more aggressive with trying to voice their opinions, although they did voice their opinions very gently throughout the 10-year relationship prior to the marriage. Uh, well, that's it, and love you guys. Bye.